Welcome to Dropping the Ball with Luke and Andrew. This is our first episode, so we're going to give you guys a bit of an introduction to us as a, as a show, what we're going to be doing throughout this process. And uh, Andrew, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I'm excited for you know our pilot episode, so to speak, where you guys are going to get to learn uh, you know kind of who we are as sports fans, why we're here, and you know kind of our goals of what we're looking to accomplish with you all uh, as listeners and followers. And as we continue through our adventures, our goal is to sort of tailor these topics or many of our topics towards what you guys are looking to listen to yeah so because we are you guys we're not educated at northwestern and media studies related to sports or been to the dan patrick school of uh communications or whatever down in florida we're just two guys that really like sports grew up in it enjoyed it have played some sports watched a lot more sports than we've played but still come from a, a background of the athletic mentality, and we're gonna we're gonna take apart the modern scene of the game, but we're also gonna try and just follow the game itself. So the game being a lot of basketball, I mean, baseball, baseball, basketball, uh, football not, a little bit. You know, <laughs> we, we like football. We're not anti-football, but we don't love the NFL right now. The teams that we follow in college are, are you know relatively irrelevant relatively irrelevant with the current playoff style where there's only four teams in it in the first right, place which there's so, a new style so we could potentially touch on things like that sure. maybe just not diving into sure. uh, specific teams and natures of those types of things as well yeah we're, we're not going to play the ESPN approach either where you know we're going to be it's going to be a great moment in basketball and we're going to be spending the entire time talking about the first standings of the in a, the NCAA football uh, championship thing when it's three months out, you know, right? Because no one really cares right. about that. That's because it never, never finishes no. that way, you know. No. And we'll, so there'll be a lot of, uh, you know, recaps. We'll have opportunities depending on extenuating circumstances that right. could be that live broadcasts of of certain events yeah. to you know sure. personal opinions about what we truly think, and you know that's where you guys come in is. Uh, you know, we, we're, we're excited for potential friendly banter. Sure. Uh, I say friendly um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with the yeah. understanding that we all are allowed our own opinions right. and allowed sure. for... You may may or not be right, but you're right within your yeah. realms of how sure. you believe something to be. We're And we're going to be obviously focusing on, I mean, not entirely the teams that we love, but we're, you're going to be hearing what teams we like. We're not going to be coming from a from a, a neutral standpoint as... as uh, media members or something here. We we get to be who we want to be. And if you love a team that we love, you're going to love it. If you don't love a team that we love, we're going to give your team maybe a little bit of a hard time, but we're also going to be pretty fair too. So you won't be able to truly cover... We're not going to scream refs right. every time right. our teams are playing. Right. However, right. there may be certain scenarios that sure. we're going to take the ref sure. side, sure. quote-unquote. Sure, and, and uh, so it is going to be a little bit from a bias standpoint. We're going to try and do the best as we can to not make this an extremely biased sports conversation. So what is our, what's our format going to be here then? So we're going to be in this kind of a, of a conversation, pre-recorded and released. That's going to be our probably our basic one, and that one's going to cover live events in the sense of maybe, you know, a, a great game happened the day before and we're going to release something afterwards when we've we've both watched it and kind of commented on it. Uh, we're going to also do the topic shows, like we said, when we're just going to say 
what was the greatest this or that or what's changed in this game or a bigger conversation about an event that happened, say like the Astros scandal or what we have on in the background here is the celebration of life of Kobe and Gianna today. So we can talk about this kind of thing as it's going on. Also potentially could even do things like Facebook Live where we could put a, a game on. Of course we can't have the sound on, but we have Facebook Live on and you all watching the game that we're watching can have a little bit of interaction with us in actual live time. That would be a, a cool And well. contrary to belief, we are not set up in either of our mother's basements. <laughs> we are no. set up in our own basements. Yeah, um, basement. and, and depending on time of year, you may get some very unique opportunities um, as we'll be um, co-recording yes. from other parts of the world. It's true. You know? So that, that's some pretty cool stuff about us without going too deep into yeah. it, you know. I may, um, I may not be in the country for the majority of our first season, but that's okay because we're in a digital air. Right. So, you know, <laughs> we, we, I talked about this with someone yesterday. They, they're, an, they're an Astros fan. Yeah. Um, it was someone that I was involved with at the training that I went to this past weekend. And, you know, her response was, yes, it is a terrible thing. But, you know, when you think about, you know, black, white, gray areas, things like that, in a an era that we as a society can't keep up with technology, mm-hmm. at some point, what did they expect? Sure. And sure. that that was kind of the first time I looked at it that way because at the other sure. day, I mean, you're right. This had to have happened at some point. Impressive um, segue, by the way. That was that was well done. <laughs> Let's talk about the Astros. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's true. At some point, it had to be done. I, I mean, at some point, it, someone's going to have sure. to have done it. Um, Who's to I, say that it hasn't I, already happened multiple I, times? I, I can't remember the player, the MLB player that just came out. I, I think it was in the last 24 hours that said, you're foolish to think that it's only the Astros that are doing this. And he named a few teams. I believe the Dodgers were one, the Yankees were one, which everyone's already in question about the, mm-hmm. the, the extent of what they did because yeah. they were indeed sure. Warned and 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 well, if I remember correctly, fined to some capacity or, or punished to some capacity for the things that they did. You know, we're waiting on what's going to happen with the Red Sox. I mean, Cora's already lost sure. his job. Well, because um, this all came from one player, right? I, I only know him from from fantasy standpoint, to be honest. But a certain Matt uh, Fears, right? Uh, uh, Mike Fires. Mike, Mike Fires. Mike, yes, it. Mike Fires. One player, right? <laughs> so let's say that we have. Other clubhouses that are just a bit more, uh, what, what would be the word for it? Tight? Yeah. Reserved? Impenetrable? Not going to just go out to the media and just say, oh, you know, uh, I left that clubhouse. Um, the and large those dudes were cheap. The large market teams would actually be the, the, the proper <laughs> term. Do you think that Steinbrenner doesn't have a, a, no, a no, uh, no communication clause in these Yankee contracts? If you have to show up and cut your hair and shave your beard, you think that you also have a contract? A little clause in your contract that says, actually, you know what? You also can't talk about this anything anything that's going on in the clubhouse because if that gets out to the media, and we know who it is, we'll just find the crap out of you. You'll exactly. just look like... So they didn't have something like that in there. And a, a dude came out and blabbed about what people would say 
uh, in certain situations is you should never talk about that because we were we were a team and you don't go off somewhere else and start running your mouth about it. Right. I, I mean, I don't necessarily. You know, you've got players coming out like uh, Big Poppy. He he came out recently and said that Fires is a coward and 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 this wasn't necessarily. This right. he he shouldn't have done it. Is yeah. Basically, what he True. said, and you know, I I don't necessarily agree with Poppy. I mean, yeah, I think there's this kind of <laughs> unwritten code that you shouldn't rat out your former employer. Um, and that you know, only comes from his era where everybody end, was shooting themselves in the butt with steroids, and you right. shouldn't be talking and, about it. And at the end <laughs> of the but at the end of the day. I mean, I know, you know, within within my field of what I do professionally, there are certain things that if I were to ever leave, I signed agreements that sure. I can't do it. So if, yeah. if there was no clause in the Astros contracts that Fires had signed, then, I mean, I would go to my new company and anything that I can take from my old company yeah. if, I, if I were to ever leave – yeah. That's legal. I'm going to do I because I want I want me sure. to to prosper, yeah. and I want my new company to prosper. Right. In this situation, uh, hey guys, um, they're going to beat the hell out of us <laughs> every time because they know it's coming. Yeah, and that's that. Deal with it. So yeah, I worked in a bakery that made me sign a clause that I that if I quit from there, I couldn't work for another bakery yeah, for another sorry, like, two sorry, years. Bro, like, you, you can't tell them what flour we use. <laughs> exactly, it's crazy, right? But they're like, whoa, 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 we have these proprietary recipes. It's just it's but that same mentality continues into other lines of work. But right. but in baseball, that's all the unwritten the unwritten rule thing. I mean, the unwritten rule is you shouldn't go off and talk about what's happening in that clubhouse. At a new clubhouse, you shouldn't. The unwritten rule is you shouldn't go over to another one and right. say, "You know what, Big Poppy, he was shooting himself with steroids." Yeah, <laughs> like, as many of them like, were, as many of them were. I don't. I mean, you know, whether he was or wasn't, that's that's a different conversation. We're not in the steroids era now, I guess, but now we're in a different era where there's like uh, the conversation with Bauer, right? Where he's like, I, "I've been in a lab and I mixed like pine tar, Coca Cola, and something else, and threw it and in, in, in increased my." And then revolution my, for a second, my, a whole my spin rate is yeah. phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, so and he's like kind of poking around, saying this and that about your spin rate and stuff. And who's to say that he doesn't also have a, a separate conversation? He said that's got a bigger impact on what you can do as a pitcher than steroids. Right. And if you're coming out there and wiping the ball down with something. Well, there's a reason the spit ball was eliminated. Right. You know, yeah. It did because it's completely changing the ball to yeah. the point where mm-hmm. the trajectory off the bat is going to be just completely messed up. And the high spin fastball, which is a, a popular thing right now for whatever it is. What, what's the what's the gimmick on it that, that it, it results well, in more swings yeah, that the, are misses? The, that high revolution, yeah. I guess, causes the, you know, it causes the ball to move more. Yeah. Um, you know, but more swinging and misses is the result, right? You think you got it, right? Rip at it and and strikeouts go up, I guess. Which is interesting because we had a lot of strikeouts this year too, right? And a lot of dudes messing up on a high spin yeah, fastball I mean, it's, and getting, it's and getting taken in the, these days. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> um, that's why it's kind of like cool. The Astros hit a few extra home runs because of this. Like they okay, yes, it did affect the game. I I will <laughs> yeah, not. That was a bad statement um, to begin with. I will not say that it didn't affect the game. Yeah, um, there was definitely games when which the outcome was truly affected. But as it as it relates to how it affected the whole season, I mean, no one's really going to know because they were the best team in the league on the road as well. Right. Um, you know, they did did have great pitching. You know, as, yeah. as you go through their playoff run in 2017, they 
one on the road. The Yankees had every opportunity to win mm-hmm. in Game 7 uh, and Game 6 for that matter, but uh, right. you know, especially Game 7 where they only dropped 2-1. But in the last two games, they scored two runs total compared yeah. to, I believe, eight or nine. That's got so nothing to do with you, the batting. You know, regardless of how many pitches the Astros knew and if, if those six runs yeah. in Game t- 6 and those two runs in Game 7 were solely because of that, you still got to score runs. I mean, the Astros, or well, I, the Yankees, with or without a trash can, couldn't hit 26 curveballs in a row from Lance McCullers. Sure. They knew what was coming, <laughs> yeah. and it still yeah. didn't matter. Right. So, right. I mean, at a certain extent, right. it's kind of like, I, I mean, I guess you could argue they, they still didn't know that he was going to throw a curveball. But, you know, yeah. after the fourth or fifth, you yeah. kind of got an idea. Yeah. By the 15th, it's <laughs> like, all right, well, he's yeah. going to keep throwing this until yeah. we can, you know, actually hit this fucking yeah. thing. And, so. and sure, you know, Verlander, and you've got Cole, and you've, you've got some, you probably have the best starting five already. In terms well, of, Cole wasn't right? there in 2017. That was, you know, because oh, right, Ver- right, right, we're talking Verlander about 2017. Came in, yeah. Verlander came yeah, in. We're talking you know, about and, 2017. And then, and then at the end of the day, you know, this argument of, uh, you know, and, and it still seemed to be, you know, you know, seemed to be told we ha- we've got to see what happens. Yeah. Um, you know, they didn't fare very well in their first spring training game yesterday. <laughs> um, but they also Welcome only back, had uh, Jordan Alvarez and I think Josh Riddick were the only two, like, yeah. regular starters that were in the game. So, I mean, no, um, nobody counts spring and, and training. Then they, anyway, and then on top really. of it, you know, then they played the defending world champions. You know? <laughs> right. it, it was literally the perfect storm of them having to play the team that just beat them in Game 7 of the yeah. World Series. Yeah. With, so, with no, uh, it, but but when you look at numbers, especially someone like Altuve, dude's a lifetime batter, batting average of three hundred, and it wasn't yeah. because of a trash can. No. Like it, this stat started, they said late, yeah. late sixteen and into seventeens when it really started happening, sure. and by eighteen it fizzled out. They didn't find anything in nineteen, and they were one game away from winning the World Series then too. So, yeah, because you see, that's the one thing is, I don't <clears> think that there's anybody that would say. And I'm not defending the Astros. What they've done is bad. And what I, I think what the next thing I want to talk about is also what you could really do to them at this point. But nobody's looking at these players and saying Springer is, is must be getting help batting, or Correa must not be this good batting, or like you said, Altuve. These guys are right. all really talented baseball players. And if they were getting a bit of a, of help here and there. It seems like it would have given them a competitive advantage, and no doubt it would, but they were still already great. And that's that. And it's the same thing in terms of their pitching. If they're out there putting pine tar on their hands, who throws the best high-spin fastball in the league probably? It's going to be Verlander or Cole maybe. Whether they've got pine tar on their hands or not, <laughs> like, like it doesn't matter. There's still going to be the, the best accuracy, the, the highest spin rate, the, the, the fastest ball coming in, and they're going to be hard to hit whether they're cheating or not. It's just a shame that they felt like they had to take it from here and take it to there because they were already such a good team. And here's the thing. I, again, I don't like that they did it. I don't believe that it's this giant black cloud over the sport of baseball that you know, so many people are about, you know, are trying to make of it. The one thing that I really hope and I don't want to see is that to actually be true. And the way that would be that the way that would be shown is if the Astros come out and just shit the bed. If they yeah. shit the bed, right. then it's kind of like you well, this the, yeah. y'all were even cheating last year. Yeah. You may not have 
being caught right. or found guilty. And I hope I yeah. hope they come out. Sure, they're not going to be a hundred win game. You know, a hundred win team this year. No. I don't believe. I mean, they lost Everybody's arguably the them. best pitcher in the league. Yeah. You've got Peacock, who's dealing with shoulder issues yeah. right now as we speak. Yeah. And then Verlander is inevitably aging. Like, yeah, eventually, yeah. he's going to fall off, right? Yeah. I mean, very, very few pitchers right. or baseball players in general Any go out athletes. on yeah, on highs. I mean, yeah. you could argue Any football athlete. players are probably like the one that most of the time they end on a – Pretty damn good run. Yeah. Um, and then the thing that happened after them was like they got an injury so bad they couldn't play anymore. Right. <laughs> like it was very NBA sad. similar. Very you sad. know, uh, the greats are going to be great until they finally like, ah, you know. Uh, but nobody plays as long as baseball. Uh, uh, yeah, nobody plays no, as long as baseball. These no, guys play deep uh, into their 30s, some of them into their 40s. and But even still, aging happens, and you're going to start having to, to change your game a bit. Yeah, and or at least you know lose a piece of your game that you're never going to be able to recover. We'll take Kobe. Sure, he blew his ACL, <laughs> or not Achilles. his ACL. He blew his Achilles out. Yeah, and came back, had a phenomenal year, ended his career with 61 points. Yeah, and you know you fast forward just a few years later, yeah. and here we are now. Yeah, watching his public yeah. memorial. Yeah, it's a great um, video. His role in the background, showing us his greatest dunks and the greatest moments. Him hugging Harper after they they won, and and I think what was that two thousand. He was the face of basketball. He picked up right as yeah. Jordan left off, yeah. and and led LeBron into a beautiful career that he's had. Yeah. And at the end of the day, he's gonna go into the Hall of Fame this year, and he's not going to be here. Yeah. Um, which is is this is was his just first this is his first opportunity to go in, right? I mean, he would have been in. Yeah, I mean, he's in. You know, you've got. I mean, the they, headline they right year, now is they have KG. a year offset in terms of. Uh, in terms I think of it's NBA or is it immediate? Two because this okay, would so be his second as year, like I believe. No, baseball, baseball is five. Okay. I believe, you know, and and then football, I'm not 100% certain. But he's definitely a first ballot guy, and this is the first ballot he would have been definitely in. going in. I mean, it's kind of like KG. KG was the other headline of this class, yeah. and, and no one's going to want to really be there. You know, obviously yeah. they're all going to be honored, but everyone's going to be. They're having the memorial now, but it's going to be something similar. Obviously they will still appreciate and um, you know celebrate the players that are right. being elected in the NBA yeah. as it is now however it, there's really no denying that this is this rocked the world yeah um, yeah sports world wasn't the only thing it, yeah it, because my was, wife yeah. could care less about Kobe Bryant right. and, she's not an and NBA, NBA fan and you know outside of the things that she'll watch with me yeah um, but she cried for a few days about all of this, and, yeah. and it's because she knows who Kobe Bryant was. And then, and then you even throw in like his daughter and the other families that were that, that yeah. also passed away. The Three helicopter, other daughters, you know, right? helicopter, he cry, uh, the helicopter pilot, yeah. all of those. I mean, it's just a really, really sad story um, that we've yeah. we've all had to experience. Absolutely. But I mean it kinda comes at a crucial time in our, our society of where there's some uh you know, we're we're approaching an election, yeah. um and that always brings out, you know, odd emotions from a from a variety yeah. of people. Uh-huh. You know, so this this hopefully will help kind of glue us back together a little bit to not let those types of yeah. things affect us. Right. 
too awful much. And also, uh, I, I just saw it pop up there, and I don't know the exact full website, but it's the, the Mamba Mamacita organization that Kobe, it was just the Mamba organization, and he was doing that for youth sports, and after they both passed away, they've now changed it to the Mamba and Mambacita organization for youth sports. So check that out, and if you were a big fan, give some their way. But the NBA is in a great place. He's left it in, a, in an incredible an incredible league. It's you know the Lakers are, are able to to be reborn with LeBron and, and AD after some some years of struggle there in the last couple of Kobe and then moving into the into the post Kobe era. But now the Lakers are back to being a, a great team in the West that I won't ever pull for. But they should still be there because they're the Lakers. You know I mean they should still be a good team. It'd be like if the Yankees weren't good. I mean sure I wouldn't mind it. But it, it's also like the Yankees are kind of supposed to be. And it's just it's a damn shame that when I could try to like the Yankees because they had the likes of Ingram, <laughs> I was, I was, I'm okay with Lonzo Ball because he basically told his dad to, you know, yeah. you know what. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah leave me alone. And so about my little brothers? I, I was going to kind of like not necessarily like the Lakers, but I could pull for them when they're not playing, you know, say yeah. the Celtics. Because let's, let's um, go ahead and just but, make something clear. We are, we are lifelong Duke fans. And, and the power of the Duke blue will pull me in the direction of the Laker yellow and and now, purple enough to pull for at least Ingram to have a good I'm, career. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a hardcore Celtics fan, <laughs> so I really hate the Lakers from yeah. that standpoint. But I, I, I could... I could be okay with them with when Ingram was there, but then now they're now they have now he's just on Duke 2.0 down yeah. in, uh, in New no Orleans. Ones. So no um, I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah. But just when the Lakers were kind of cool a little bit when they're not playing the Celtics, then they got LeBron and his beautiful ass career going <laughs> over there. As much as I still just hate him, yeah, at um, least now two things that I don't. I don't like her together. So then uh, I, yeah, you know, I, can, so I don't have to even it, think it, about it the It replaced cast. the Mamba for yeah. me because I, was, yeah. I did not like Kobe yeah, as a uh, as a Laker because I didn't of pull for that. The Lakers. Um, I never you know, did. But he did again. You know, back to he's done so much incredible stuff for the the sport and for for the community and yeah. um, he's the Jordan of this great era, role era. model for, for his sure. children and and um, you know he, he but he's. That, you know, it stinks that he's not here. Yeah, the style of play, the way that he that he approached the game was was Jordan esque, probably the closest that we've ever had since Jordan to Jordan. But he was also Kobe's, and it's important to kind of pull the two apart and not always focus on would Jordan or Kobe have been better if they were in the same era. It's I don't like well, I don't like cross era comparison because we'll, we'll, just, there's, we'll there's, dive into that in there's one of our moments, episodes. You know? Actually, um, we. That is something yeah. that we'd like to talk about, comparing it's you true. know greats of eras of sports, and is there yeah. one true dominant player yeah. uh, of a sport all time, or or does it really need to be broken down into yeah. you know eras of the sport? And when um, legends cross over, we can talk about that too. When there's the when there's the moment that Kobe is still pretty close to peak, and Le- and LeBron is entering peak. We can talk about that, but once right. again, they didn't play the same position either. So I think that's another element inside of it. So you you would have to you'd have to actually look looked at the games where Kobe and Michael played each other and see what happened there. But it's also the tail end of Jordan and the beginning of Kobe. So he was the most important person in his era. Yeah, I mean, I think you said it all. But um, you know, we're you know, this kind of concludes our our first episode. Um, you know, we kind of 
just wanted to give you a little tidbit of what our shows would be like um, and what our, our goals would be with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we do intend on releasing on a bi-weekly uh, rate at first. Um, twice you know, a month. Twice a month, if you're not sure if you don't know uh, what that is. means. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, again, given the difficulties yeah, of being in other time zones and countries, that might get challenging. Yeah, you know, could be. Um, to do more than that, but we'll, we'll kind of see how it goes. And I think then, it's a good starter. Um, It'll, and like we said, the content will be mixed, both covering live events, uh, taking on the larger topics that, that that we think are pertinent to today. That kind of echo back through the history of sports, covering. Many different sports, be it basketball, baseball, a little bit of football, maybe some occasional soccer here and there. And things like uh, maybe some boxing, since we just had a major, major uh, bout for the heavyweight title. Yes. Anybody ever watches that stuff anymore? It's a shame. Yeah. Some are pay per view. Anyway, uh, those will be coming at you twice a month, bi weekly is the deal, every other week. Uh, and we will be speaking with you soon. Yeah, you can catch us on Facebook, yes. and uh, we've got Twitter handles. Twitter. That we'll, we'll get to those. You and know, and, be and the, you'll be able to find us on you know Apple uh, Podcasts. Yeah, and any, anywhere you find uh, podcasts, any, any, any mainstream areas. That'll be it. Um, you know, just let us know what you think. Thanks, right. guys. Thanks very much.